It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. So glad you guys are joining us today. The show today is brought to you by the Sapelo Island Birdhouses down on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia. And guess what? Olivia's back with me this week. She was doing a couple of things on a project last weekend, so she couldn't join me. But Olivia's here, who's usually doing something in the background and making sure the research is all correct. And the show has uh, some great topics. So I'm glad you're back in the studio with me this week, Olivia. I'm glad to be back and glad to talk about New Mexico again. Oh, my goodness. I just can't stop talking about it, can I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Well, I know, I'm sure from your research that you're doing, uh, helping out with the show, that you're probably getting the kind of the, you know, the urge to go and check out New Mexico in person. Yes, of course. I mean, I hadn't really thought about visiting New Mexico, but now (laughs) it's all I can think about. (laughs) I know, I know. And I'm so ready to go back. So if you do plan a trip, we can just kind of make it a, you know our trip and we go check out some things there. Right. I'd have to go with an expert like you. Well, I feel like I'm becoming an expert. I mean, I got a chance to go to a couple of cities while I was there. And last week we talked about Albuquerque, which was, you know, great opportunity to see so many wonderful things there, especially the Acoma Pueblo that I had a chance to go to. That was really fantastic. But then I got in the car and drove over to Las Cruces, which is named uh, because of uh, the people call it the city of three crosses which is what Las Cruces means and you know it's one of those cities that has a lot of history but it's also very modern too and it's very very close to El Paso so it's included in kind of that El Paso area as a matter of fact if you fly into Las Cruces you're going to probably fly into El Paso. Well, there's a lot you can see just in that little area. It is, it is. And it's an area that was previously inhabited by the Manso people, uh, which was part of uh, also one of the Apache groups that was living nearby. And some people may actually be surprised to know that it's also an area that has two wine festivals during the year. Now, did you know that there was wine and wineries and vineyards in New Mexico? You don't really think no, of that. No, when, when I think about that area, and obviously I don't know a ton about it, I, I think of it being very dry and wouldn't expect there to be a, a, a <laughs> wine festival, much less, you know, I know. wine available. <laughs> I know, I know. It can be very, very surprising that there are two wine festivals that are held in the city annually. The Harvest Wine Festival is held over Labor Day weekend. So if you want to plan to go out there and check out a bunch of other things and you like wine, hey, why not go around Labor Day weekend and check that out? You know, it features wines from New Mexico as well. <laughs> oh, so they, they have a couple of vineyards nearby? and Yeah, yeah. They feature wines from the different areas. And when I was in Albuquerque, the B&B where I stayed, the Red Horse Vineyard B&B, that guy actually had, you know, quite a few grape plants that, you know, that he's growing where he makes his own wine. 
Oh, that's pretty neat. Goes to show that you can actually grow grapes in New Mexico. Did you get a taste of his wine? I did get a taste of his wine. It was it was pretty good. I'm not a big wine drinker, so you know I don't really know all the differences between the wines. But yeah, it was pretty good. But I was just more amazed to find out that you could, you know, right grow grapes in New Mexico. I just think of it as being dry and desert-like and not really able to do that. So that was a really nice surprise for me. That's very cool. And uh, also nearby Las Cruces is Mesilla. Yes, yes. And I had a chance to go there. And it seems like a really neat place with a lot of history. It's a small town, but it has a very storied past. It really does. You know, I had a chance to go there. There's lots to see there. Uh, Just the buildings is worth the architecture to go there because you really do get the sense that you're in Old Town. Right. And I think those buildings are the reason that much of Mesilla is considered a national historic landmark. So those buildings will be protected. Exactly. Exactly. And there are about 2,000 residents there and they're direct descendants of the, the ancestors that were early settlers there. Right. And some of the uh, buildings that are there, you know, they have been owned by the same family for, you know, over 100 years at this point. Um, and along that, you know, in that Mesilla Historic District, and the, it's also along the El Camino Real Historic Trail, you can see the San Albino Church, which was built in 1906 and is designated as one of the two basilicas in New Mexico. So mm-hmm. a big, important church, in other words. Yeah. And then the Double Eagle Restaurant is one of the historic buildings there. It was originally the site of a Mesilla pioneer, Valentin Mese, and that was that was his home. And it's now filled with art, sculptures, antiques. And also, the restaurant itself offers the world's largest green chili cheeseburger and award-winning margarita. But the <laughs> green chili cheeseburger, that's an important... That's right. That's an important feature to mention and make sure that you go and stop by there and have both because you definitely want to check that out because that's quite unusual not for New Mexico because you find a lot of things with green chilies but yeah for someone who's not from there that would be a definite treat that you want to try right it's almost a a local cuisine in New Mexico (laughs) it is the chili pepper is definitely high on the menu on so many of the entrees there that you'll that you'll find Absolutely. And then the El Patio Bar has been in operation since 1936. But that building, like many in Mesilla, was the site of former saloons that date back to the 1850s. Now, that's a lot of what I think about when I think about the West. You know, you think about the Wild Wild West and the saloons and, you know, all the activity that went around, you know, that time. So that would be another great thing to check out as well. Right. And you'll certainly get all of that authentic Old West experience in Mesilla And it was also a place where Billy the Kid would frequent um, to check out the saloons. But he also spent time in the (laughs) Mesilla Jail and Courthouse, of course, as an Old West gunfighter would. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it was by choice all of the time that he spent there. Because some of it he was actually in jail (laughs) while he was there. So he was probably ready to uh, head out, you know, on on his horses and get on out of town. Yes. But yeah, but yeah, so I mean, it has so much history there. It's a fun place also to take a walking tour because many of the buildings are recognized, as you said, as a national historic landmarks all around. So you can really take a lot of great pictures. But, you know, Las Cruces, actually, the whole city, you know, sits with the background being the Oregon Mountains. And they change colors as the sun kind of, you know, goes across the sky during the day. So it's really a picturesque city. 
to get those photos with the Oregon Mountains in the background and then going to Mesilla as well and just taking lots of photos of the of the historic buildings there. Well, it sounds like a great place to kind of take some time-lapse photos if the mountains are changing colors throughout the day. I imagine that would make a cool mm. photo series. That would. That would be really cool to do that. So did you find out any other things? Yes, there's also the La Posta restaurant, a popular spot for New Mexican cuisine, offering a chili shop and a large selection of tequila. They say the largest selection of tequila in the Southwest. Mm, You definitely want to check that out. Yes, and then the Fountain Theater was established in 1905, and it's the oldest documented and continually operated theater in New Mexico. It's still in operation today. Um, and it, for over time, it served as a showcase for plays, vaudeville, light opera, and now films, of course. Well, absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, something that was really very, very unique that I did while I was in Las Cruces is I went to the White Sands National Monument. And that was an experience that if you are in that area, you must go and do this because it is all this white sand. It's like being on a white sand beach, except there's no water. And it just goes for miles and miles and miles. And it is 275 square miles, creating the world's largest Jimson uh, dune field. And the dunes have formed over 250 million years. And you just can go and ride right around. I mean, they have a road where you can drive around. Lots of people, you know, like to get out and actually slide down the mountains or slide down the dunes, take pictures in the dunes. I took a couple of pictures in the dunes. So if you check out my Facebook page and my uh, Instagram page, you will see some photos of me (laughs) with all the white sand background and the beautiful blue skies. And I know there have been movies and videos and all kinds of things that have been recorded there. So definitely you want to check that out. And of course, we'll have all of this on our website. But now we need to take a break here, Olivia. And when we come back, we want to talk about farming and ranching in New Mexico. It's a big deal. This is Travel Bags with Anita Friends. Back in a few minutes. I'm New Mexico. 